Welcome to the Mastering College Podcast, a guide to landing your dream job. I'm your host, Daniel Botero, and my goal is to help you take away that fear of graduating without a job and instead teach you how to land your dream job. podcast today i have the pleasure to interview one of my mentors when i was a student six years at the university of central florida dr calvin williams and if you ever had the pleasure of meeting dr calvin williams you would know that he's a very charismatic person and he was the one that really showed me a lot of the things that i've been teaching you guys on the podcast when i was a student and dr calvin williams was um he worked in employee relations when I was at UCF, and he made a huge impact in my life. And he is big reason where I, what I'm doing today because he motivated me to do it. So, without further ado, let me have Dr. Calvin William introduce himself and tell the audience a little bit about yourself. All right, definitely glad to be here and excited to uh, join you on the podcast. Uh, I am currently doing some independent consulting as far as helping organizations to get their career development and different things going on. But I met you at UCF in 2012. Uh, I was the Assistant Director of Employee Relations. I also had the opportunity to work with you on Delta Sigma Pi as a faculty advisor. You guys are very business savvy by grabbing the career services person and having them become your faculty advisor. So I enjoyed that aspect of it. I left UCF and went to Florida State University, worked in career services there as the program director for employee relations. So still doing employee relations, but at a, at a different school, different level than what I was doing here. So definitely glad to be here and helping you and your listeners get ready for the career fair. And I am. there's no better person that I could have brought into this podcast to talk about the career fair than you. Um, you are the expert in this topic. And so what I want to spend our time today is talking about how can students get the most out of the career fair. Um, it happens only one semester. I'll quote you on this. It is the Super Bowl when it comes to you finding a job. So tell me a little bit about what goes into a lot of the times, you were the one preparing the career. Right. So what goes into that? How much preparation? And what does it mean for a student to be able to attend career fair? Well, I would say multiple levels. But the preparation from the a career center side or someone like me when I worked in employee relations, there's a lot that goes into it. So why do I say Super Bowl? If you look at pro sports, you're building up to this big crescendo. Um, for us, it was a big crescendo. We spend years um, recruiting employers. So we can actually go 18 months before we get an employer on a campus. So once you get them here, the Super Bowl aspect of it, you want students to turn out. You imagine an employer comes from Chicago after being working on it for 18 months and you don't have any students. It doesn't look good for the university. We may not get them back. So for me, using that term Super Bowl for faculty, staff, and students, it kind of got them in the mindset to say, this is a big deal. It's not something you want to pass over because if you're a pro athlete, you don't get multiple Super Bowls. You have a limited number, so you want to make sure you get there. So recruiting employers, putting the time in, uh, reserving a space, we have to get in UCF, they got 300 folks in an event. At FSU, we would have 200 plus at an event. So parking, we have to feed them. We have to set up their booths. We have to make sure students are ready and know who's coming. So there's a lot of background work that goes into it from a career services standpoint, and we want to make sure students understand the importance. 
Also, throwing that term Super Bowl out there helps us with faculty because that way we can get some faculty to cancel class to let their students go to the Super Bowl. If it's just something that happens every day, they're not going to let students go. So we put extra emphasis on it because you don't have a Super Bowl every day, and I want to make sure everybody understands that. And that makes perfect sense. So you, how many employers are, you know, have a table or they're presenting their company and they're act- actively recruiting to hire college students at any given career fair? Um, I would say it's going to vary based on the school. Um, I would use because we are currently at UCF, um, um, there's probably going to be 300 employers, multiple levels in the, uh, in the arena. At my time at FSU, we could do about 210 employers. That was space-wise. We couldn't go beyond yeah. that. Um, other schools is going to depend on the student population. So with UCF having the highest number of students, more folks are going to want to come here because there's more to choose from. FSU, you're looking at about 44,000 students. But again, space is limited to about 210, 215 at the max. So based on the level of students and the time of year, some schools, fall is going to be a heavier employer flow. Some schools, spring is going to be a heavier employer flow. It depends on how many students graduate those semesters. Uh, UCF, when I was here, spring was a heavier grad time, so you got more employers in the spring than you were in the fall. But it can vary based on the school. And so, you know, so there is anywhere from 200 to 300 employers, depending on the size of the university. And we're talking about large uh, universities mm-hmm. right now. How many, on average, how many uh, open roles does each company is there to recruit? I know you can vary, like, you know, an enterprise could be hiring hundreds, and but like, do you ever calculate the amount of jobs that could put t- that are up there for grab? Um, I, 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 I've never done it, and I don't necessarily know if it can be done because each hiring manager would have to allocate. Um, and just so you understand uh, from a bigger picture, each company that comes to a school, and we talked earlier about a recruiter who goes to FSU only and a recruiter that comes to UCF only or a recruiter that goes to uh, University of South Florida. Some organizations, um, I don't know we call names, but they will go to all the career fairs in Florida, and those recruiters go back to the home base, and then they pool who gets that. So they basically divvy it up based on school. So to say at a school you have 100 openings, you can't do that all the time because the larger the company, they ask to go from different pools. So they'll go back and say, we're going to take 10 from here and 10 from here based on the numbers is what they're looking at. But... To really answer your question, no one comes to a career fair if they're not hiring someone. Right. It could be one position. It could be a 100. But don't fall into the fallacy of I'm not going to the career fair because no one's hiring. No one comes on campus if they're not hiring. It could be this semester or the spring, but they are going to hire someone. And if you're not there, it won't be you. Makes sense. So we definitely talked about how a career fair comes together. How does a a student prepare for a career fair then? Multiple ways. Um, I say start early. Um, I always advise when I met you, I said don't wait till your last semester because that's too much pressure on you to come in there. So how do you get this going? You research who's going to come. And most schools in the state of Florida are on the Handshake career management system. So you can log into your Handshake account, which is free to all students, and you'll be able to look at the events and identify who's coming. So it'll tell you which companies are coming. And the smart recruiters are actually putting what they're hiring for. 
So you'll get a job description. So now as a student, if you want to work for a Harris company or a PepsiCo, you can see exactly what internships they have, what full-time positions they have, and now you can, in one of your words, you can tailor your cover letter, you can tailor your resume to fit them if that's who you're looking for. So I would say definitely look and see who's coming to the career fair, go to the career center, go to experiential learning, get your resume worked on, tweaked, work on your elevator speech, how are you going to approach these folks. Um, and then with that, identify if there are 200 employers at your career fair, identify your top 10 or 15 who you want to talk to because there's no way you're going to hit all 200 and most people don't want to work for those 200. And then if you have a top 10 for a number, when you get to the fair, don't go to your top 10. Go to somebody who's number 20 or 25 because you're going to be nervous. You want to get some practice in. So practice on someone outside of your top 10, your targeted list. And from there, get the nerves out. Then go and talk to your folks. Don't go to number one first. Make sure you're ready. You've got all the nerves out of the way. Your elevator speech is really good. Um, I always advise my students I work with, elevator speech is your name, your major, when do you graduate, and what's interesting about yourself. Those are the minimum things I would say you want to talk about. Um, what you want to do before you walk away from those employers is get a takeaway. Ask them what the next steps in the process will be. A lot of employers at your career fair are going to do next day interviews or come back that right. next week or two weeks. Um, ask for an interview. So that takeaway, I understand you're going to be interviewing in the career center tomorrow. How do I get on your schedule? Be that bold. And are those interviews posted previously or is that one of those things that you have to do research or be able to go to the career center, have those relationships to understand when they're going to be conducting interviews, or how did, what's the best way for students to know when those interviews will be taking place? If they're doing next day, school by school it may vary, but you can ask the career center who's interviewing after the fair. There is a list produced by every career center, and most of the time your employer relations liaison is going to send that to your college. So when I was here, I was liaison for the College of Business, so I would send that list to your faculty and the students in a weekly email. Uh, other schools do the very same. Now, if an employer is not interviewing that next day, you can look in your system, handshake, and it will tell you what day they're going to interview, when your resume is due to be submitted in the system, and a deadline. So it's two different ways. You can, Career Center will tell you who's interviewing that next day. Yeah. If you don't know, when you get to the fair, just ask, are you going to be here tomorrow? And if yeah. they are, how do I get on your schedule? And if they're not doing that next day, they're going to come back in a couple weeks. Um, like when you met with PepsiCo, they didn't do that right after they came back. But you signed up through the system. But I would say make sure you work with your career center to understand who is coming on campus, who's coming to the fair, and when they're interviewing. Because you don't want to miss that opportunity because they may not be coming back that semester. So you just missed that opportunity for the Super Bowl. Makes sense. And you, you've said a lot of great things. Um, one of the things is, is uh, when you're talking to the, your target company, it's important, it's important to have a target company. Mm -hmm. I, and I talked about that in a previous episode about having the shotgun versus the sniper approach and about having being focused on a handful of companies. Uh, have a target list is so crucial and important. What? So I have a lot of experience on being in both sides of the table when it comes to career expos. I was there as a student and also when I worked at PepsiCo for six years, I attended every single career expo. And so I would have a, a line of students, you know, it helped to have the PepsiCo banner right behind me. And 
90% of students, if not more, would come and say, what are you hiring for? Right. Um, what is the right way to approach an employer? If you've done your homework, um, is it okay for a student to go up to them and say, hi, Calvin, I know exactly what you're looking for, um, and, and for the last six months to one year, I've been building A, B, and C skills? Um, I would say yes. I, let's go ahead and do the advice. Don't walk up to an employer and ask them what you're hiring for. That's the lazy approach. You can Google, but don't worry about Google. Every school, again, will say UCF, you have a handshake system. All the students have to do is log into the system, identify who's coming to the event. If the recruiter is doing what they really need to, they'll identify what positions they're hiring for with a job description. So what you answer your question, what the students can then do is use that to target their conversation. I've done research, and I see on Handshake that you posted a position for an internship with sales. I have background on that, and I would like to give more information on what you're specifically looking for. So if you can approach an employer at a career fair with an understanding of what they're looking for as opposed to what are you hiring for, I'm as a recruiter going to gravitate to that student who's done some research on me as opposed to someone who just asked me what I'm hiring for. I'm here at a career fair. I'm hiring someone. Figure out what I do is what I would say as a recruiter. So it's easy. Go to your career center. They can show you how to research, but better yet, it's an intuitive system. Just log in the handshake, pick the company, and it'll tell you what they're hiring for. If they have an interview date in the future, it'll tell you when that date is and when their cutoff is for you to meet their deadline. And does it also tell you if you have to take assessments? Because a lot of companies nowadays um, have you take assessments before you interview. So mm-hmm. PepsiCo was one of them, and the more I've talked to other companies, it's very similar. They won't interview you until you've taken that assessment to know if you are if you're a good fit for the organization. It's, it's going to be company by company. Most likely, no. It won't say you have an assessment. There are a few here. They will sign you up for an interview, um, but before you do the interview, they'll actually put you on the yeah. computer to see if you yeah. go to that next step. But I don't remember ever seeing anything in the system. I know some of the companies that did that, PepsiCo being one of them, but there was nothing listed. You're going to have to take an assessment before you go further. And so we've talked about how to prepare for it, do the research. We've talked about the target audience. What what do you suggest students do as a follow-up after the career fair to make sure that they stay top of mind with their employers? Uh, I, I say, and I smile because I'm always saying get that follow-up. Ask them for something. How do I get on your interview schedule? Um, My advice to students is never walk away from a recruiter at a career fair without trying to get a business card. So at the end of your speech, you had a good conversation with them. Hey, Daniel, it was nice meeting with you. Can I get a card so I can follow up with you? Um, Most likely, you're going to say no. But if a student is intuitive enough to when they're talking to that recruiter, you're going to give them your name. You may even have a name badge on. So as a student, I say if they won't give you a card, ask for it anyway. If they don't give you a card, look at their name badge and write their name down. So now you can go back to LinkedIn, go to the company site, and give them a thank you. Hey, I really enjoyed speaking with you. It shows you did a little bit more. But my my biggest advice for the students for follow-up is don't walk away without trying to get something from them. A business card, that name you can follow up, your name on the interview schedule, or when are you coming back on campus. Those are all things you can ask and try to get from that recruiter before you walk away. This, this is excellent information. Um, anything that maybe I haven't asked regarding career fairs that you would want to share? I would say be 
and again, Chris Centers will show you different things to do, but go in there with a minimalist approach. Um, what does that mean? Ladies don't take your big bags. For guys, you don't need your, your book bag or your backpack. You just need a nice portfolio with multiple copies of your resume. If you identify a top 10 list of employers, bring extra resumes because you're going to go in there and find somebody else that you like. And the worst thing you can do is go, hey, give me that resume back. I want to go talk to yeah. someone else. Uh, don't do that. Have a pen. Take your Bluetooth out of your ear. Take your headphones off. Take your sunglasses off your head. Be prepared to listen. Also be prepared to look at the body language of the recruiter. You've had a good elevator speech, they've talked to you, they've taken a copy of your resume, they've given you a business card. Now when they start looking around you and see that line, it's time for you to move on. So be prepared to end the conversation. But ask, uh, we always say ask for the order. Yeah. What do you want from them? I want to interview with you. Can I get a business card? What's your name so I can follow up? So before you walk away, get that last piece in, but don't linger too long because the worst thing you do is have them like, you got to go now. So make sure you get your everything in you need to be succinct with your conversation, ask for what you need, take what you need, give your resume, follow up, and walk away. That, that is some great, great advice. Um, Calvin, I mean, I can't even express how excited I am that you've shared all that knowledge with the audience. I know that anybody that listens to this podcast is definitely going to get some value. But if for some reason, you know, student only remembers one thing from all the knowledge that you've shared with them, what is the one thing you would hope they take away? The simplest version, one thing is go, just be present. So even if you go early and you make mistakes, you'll learn from them, but you can't get hired in your dorm room. You can't get hired from your apartment. So if the only one thing, just go and then work it out from there. But in a perfect world, you'll be prepared. You'll work with a career center to get prepared. You'll work with experiential learning. You'll work with a mentor. You'll work with faculty. But the worst thing you can do is have your number one company come on campus and you didn't go talk to them. You heard it yourself. Um, you heard it from the professional that has done multiple career fairs, set them up, talked to hundreds of hundreds of employers. He knows what they're looking for because he's talked to them and he's given us the answers to an open book test. So please make sure, get ready. Career fairs are coming up in the very, very near future. Just do your homework now. And the only thing I can say is thank you so much, Dr. Calvin Williams, again. Thank you for letting me come in. I appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing what you do next, you know, in your journey. And hope to continue to keep in touch. Thank you from the bottom of my heart from taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to this episode. I truly hope that you loved it as much as I enjoyed making and creating this content for you. My goal is to provide content that's going to help you master college and land your dream job. So if this helped you and if you know someone that should listen to this podcast, please, please share it with them. Nothing will make me happier than to see this podcast grow and make this community bigger so that we can help every student be able to graduate with their dream job. And I hope to see you guys in the next episode.